This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, happy Wednesday. It's hump day. And uh, we are the Colleen and Bradley Show, and we would love to celebrate hump day with you, but we have to tell you where to go in order to do that. We are currently on location Remote from Honey Baked. Honey Baked Ham in beautiful yeah. Richdale. Come down and see us. It is a sunny and gorgeous Wednesday afternoon. What I was trying to do is this. Holly, are you ready? Uh, not quite oh. yet. Oh, sorry about that. Okay, fine. Well, we're at Honey Baked Ham. Anyway, we we're at Honey Baked Ham. Come down and see us. We're here at Ridgedale as part of our Food for Families broadcast. If you want, what are you ra- rolling your eyes about? Nothing. Okay. We are at Honey Baked Ham. We would love for you to come out and visit us and uh, bring a food item for food for families and uh, get a free sandwich. That's what's happening. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I mean, very few opportunities are you going to have for a free lunch, but you can come exactly. down, bring a donation, as Colleen said, to Food for Families, drop it off here, get yourself uh, a free sandwich, and listen to us do the three at 12.03. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three, that's the magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Here it is behind door number Okay, so I know we're all about, like, animal news right now. We'll get to some more of that in a minute. Um, but this is a viral video that is so adorable. Have you seen this, Bradley? This woman gets locked out of her house. And in the sliding glass door, there is like a rod. You know how people do that? They put a rod in there to jam it yep. so that it basically is kind of locked. Her dog was inside, and she coaxed her dog to help her unlock the door. Aww. Listen to this. Come here, Sam. Sam, get, unlock it. Just pull the, yeah, just pull. Good boy. Oh, my gosh, just pull. No, you were so close. I just need him to take that... There's like a wooden rod, and I need him to take it out of there because it freaking slipped back in. Good boy! Good boy! You can do it! You can! Yay! Yay! You're such a good boy! He saved me! I love you so much! You're such a good boy! You're gonna get 10,000 treats! It was the oh, cutest so cute. thing in the world. He's just, you know, listening to his mom saying, can you get that thing out of there? And he... How he knew how to do this Yeah, he like insane. was pawing at it, and then he took it out like it was a toy. Now, I mean, listen, you know what's going to happen now. Anytime she tries to put it in there for security, the yeah, dog's going to think it out, it's a toy. For sure. But in that moment... That dog saved the day. No, that's awesome. Isn't that sweet? Good boy. I know. We love we love the poopies. The puppies. Sorry. Excuse me? That's what we call them at my house. 
That was awkward. Okay, moving on. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Speaking of awkward, oh, look, I didn't even know that Courtney Stodden was uh, in the studio, much less making music videos. What? Courtney Stodden, a.k.a. Ember. Oh, she's changed her name. Well, I think this is her stage name for purposes of her music career what there isn't one of mm-hmm. um anyway the uh video that was released that dropped yesterday with her single is called for you i thought you might want to hear a little taste of courtney stodden again for those of you who don't know child bride former wife of doug hutchinson Okay. Well, I'm a, I, is that a lullaby? Because I'm tired right yeah, now. Yeah, well, first of all, it's very low yes. energy, very emo. She, okay, so I, you know, because we follow her on social media, and I, you know, there was a period of time there I was a little bit worried about her. She's also um, been a guest on our show multiple times, FYI. Yes. Um, I was a little worried about her, but then I did see that one of the things she's wanting to work on right now is getting her music career up and running and she will post videos frequently on her Instagram of her singing um, and her voice isn't terrible the song okay, just well, isn't okay well first of all great. that voice is totally pre uh, yes. post produced and um, it's it, the, the video which you can't see uh, because you're listening to it on the radio of course is her rolling around uh, in a cemetery? Co- oh, and she's what? talking about. Well, didn't you hear the words that were coming out well, of her I mouth? Well, I mean, uh, kind this of. This grave is, f- or my, what is? Holly, play it again. Sorry. For you. For you. My grave is for oh. you. I thought she said my greatest. For you. Oh my God. Adore you. I'm waiting for you again. In a cemetery, she's waiting for you. And she looks kind of creepy. Thank you, Holly. Anyway, so yeah, no, that's a thing. And her name, by the way, Ember. Not Embers. Holly was a little confused yesterday when she watched it. It's not the old um, breakfast restaurant. Wow. So this is her new thing, apparently. Yeah. So that's what she's doing now. Yeah. Okay. Good Good for you, Courtney. Best of luck. Is that what Here's we what we have. Here's Are we going to move have- on? Yes. <laughs> okay. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Okay, so yesterday at the end of the show, we were captivated by the teeny tiny adorable raccoon that was scaling a skyscraper in downtown St. Paul. Um, late last evening, uh, when I checked on the raccoon, the raccoon was still making his way to the top. We knew that the goal was to get him all the way to the top of the building so that they could um, trap him alive and rescue him. Um, At 2.30 in the morning, while we were sound asleep, it actually, the entire story came to the conclusion, and it is a positive experience. Here is what happened. Raccoon in the Twin Cities has captured the attention all around the world, Mm -hmm. and we've learned he's safe. Okay. (laughs) 
all started 11 o'clock yesterday morning, so we're now going on 22 hours, uh, when a Minnesota public radio reporter spotted the little critter crawling up the 23-story building. Tim Nelson saw it when he was on an overhang near the bottom of the UBS building. Heather, you're really selling this story. The maintenance staff came out with uh, some two-by-fours screwed together and pushed them up to the raccoon thinking that he would run down the, the boards onto the street and escape. Well, he had a little different idea. I talked to the wildlife rehabilitation folks. They said when raccoons are scared or nervous, they head up. And that's exactly what he did. It's almost like your cat or your dog climbed up a skyscraper. It's kind of the same thing. It's hard not to have the little guy, you know, capture your attention in your heart. <laughs> the raccoon spent most of the okay, night so on that the voice that you just heard that water. said uh, it's hard to not have it capture your heart um, that is the woman that was in an office during the day yesterday that was uh, that the window the window well was where the raccoon decided to stop and rest a yeah. little bit so she's just sitting there type type typing away and there's this adorable little raccoon just snoozing snoozing on the window but I was so happy first thing this morning to, to realize that the, the raccoon made it safely to the top of the building and they were able to rescue the raccoon and all is well in that raccoon's life now. Yeah, so this story actually broke while we were on the air yesterday and um, I remember I was going through Twitter and I was like, what's this NPR raccoon business? That was the hashtag that sort of went viral and then um, because of Tim Nelson and uh, everybody was transfixed. I kept tuning into Twitter just checking the hashtag to see are there any new developments because I really 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 was hoping there wasn't going to be any sad news because you don't know what I'm like I didn't know that raccoons could climb up concrete much less scale 24 plus stories. Isn't that crazy? In fact, you see the, I mean, if you haven't seen the video, go see the video of the thing just about to, you know, climb over the top. It it went down. Everybody thought it was going up. It was up to like 22. Then it came down to like 16 and then it went all the way back up again. And then, as you said, they did, um, it did make it to the top. But from there, they didn't know if they were going to be able to catch it. So um, this wildlife, wildlife rescue uh, service that that the building hired to take care of the situation put some live traps on the roof with cat food and the raccoon made it into one of those traps and uh, it's allegedly going to be transported to an undisclosed location but I, I, it's so fascinating and if you do get a chance to go around and look at all of the different countries all the different newspapers all the different television programs that had this story on it there was just something about you know, a little furry creature scaling 20 plus stories uh, of a skyscraper that transfixed everyone yeah. yesterday. I mean, there were people um, on the ground gathering there just watching the raccoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we all kind of needed something to come together on like that. Uh, all right, when we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth Reese. Hi, friends. How are things it's at the Honey Baked Ham location? Um, delicious. Hammy. I love it there. I love yes. Honey Baked Ham. Who doesn't love a good ham? Exactly. And you don't need a holiday for a ham either. No, no, no. Every day is a holiday when there's ham. This is very exciting. I'm glad you guys are having a wonderful time. 
Um, so you guys can munch on your ham sandwiches, and I'll deliver the dirt, okay? Deliver that dirt, girl. Okay, sounds good. So let's start with Roseanne, okay? Roseanne, this is really interesting as we're looking into what is going to happen to the cast and the crew of the reboot of Roseanne that was so successful until ABC pulled the plug following Roseanne's uh, Twitter tirade. Producers are apparently moving toward an agreement that would allow them to go ahead with a Roseanne spinoff. Because Roseanne Barr is seriously considering saying no thanks to any profits from the new show. Hmm. I mean, that's awesome. That is really a great move on her part if she decides to go ahead and do that. It was a huge blow to the cast and the crew um, because Roseanne was the reason why it was canceled. Everybody else was working hard and loving the paycheck. Now there is an idea of creating a spinoff possibly focused on another family member. It would allow the team to carry on without Roseanne Barr. And that idea um, was talked about really quickly. And the problem, though, was that Roseanne Barr would profit from the new version because she is the creator, the co-creator of these characters. Sure. Roseanne Barr is apparently now open to cutting herself out of a spinoff completely. She's been hunkered down with her parents in Utah, according to a source. And this source says that Roseanne feels so bad about her antics that she's trying to figure out a way to help people harmed by the cancellation. She's considering giving up financial and creative participation in a spinoff so the people she loves can have jobs. She, um, that holding on, her holding on would be a big stumbling block for that. Yeah, and it, it really wouldn't, I mean, what's the purpose of it? Like, she's not going to be involved. So, yeah, I get from a creative standpoint why you wouldn't want to turn over something that you helped create. However, I think she, if she's in a rational state of mind and what is clear on Tuesday may not be clear on Thursday, it, you know, any sane person would think it seems um, appropriate to ameliorate the problem that you helped create by allowing these people to continue with their livelihoods. Roseanne tweeted last week, I'm making restitution for the pain I've caused, Colleen. Yeah, I was going to say, we we did, um, when that tweet came out, it was it seemed very cryptic because it was sort of apropos of none of her other tweets. Uh, and we sort of did assume that maybe that had a little something to do with it, that perhaps she was um, aware that her actions are what led to the loss of so many jobs and that she was trying to find a way to retain those jobs for those people um, and not and not profit yeah. from it. Yeah. So that is, you know, that is the right thing to do. It is the right thing to do and it would be a classy move. So Roseanne, there you go. And, and she needs to make a classy move. Yeah I, yeah, I would agree with that. Boy, Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin. I mean, look at these two hanging out again. They were in Brooklyn last night, walking arm in arm, getting bombarded by fans and photographers. Uh, Haley jumped into a waiting car quickly, but the Beebs was super friendly. He talked to fans and photographers. They dated briefly in 2015, but they were first spotted back together in Miami over the weekend. And now they're hanging out in New York. Look at that. Any keen listener to our show knows that this... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is a paid uh, experience. Yeah. <laughs> because there's a blind item mm-hmm. uh, that alleged that perhaps Haley Baldwin was hanging out with Justin Bieber um, for a financial uh, payoff. Because Look she was that. having a little trouble paying her bills and that when we see the two of them together, that is an indicator that perhaps she's fallen on some hard times. Poor Haley. I know. I mean, I guess there's worse things to have I, there to There are do worse you, things you could do to make money. Times, but I like, do just want to say, too, about Justin Bieber. Like, he seems to go back to the same wells. Oh, my gosh. Yes, he does. Right? But there really aren't that many people that he can date. You know? This is true. It's like, what is he going to do? Just date a normal person? That would probably be good for him. But it would be quite challenging. Right. He just hangs out with the same people. And it's a small circle. I mean, think about the dating circle in Minnesota. You know? You're here in Minneapolis. I love you how you're somehow someone who's dated comparing else. Justin Bieber's dating life to Minneapolis to the struggles of people here in our fine state. <laughs> That's what I do. That is what I do. Pete Davidson has uh, is covering up the uh, tattoo of his former girlfriend's face after his engagement to Ariana Grande. This is such a weird move. He had uh, the, the getting David's tattoos face. of your girlfriends is a weird move, especially when you're in your twenties. It's yes. just so bizarre. Uh, Cassie David is his ex-girlfriend, and Pete Davidson had her face tattooed on his right forearm, and on the inside of his right forearm. Now he's covered it with a solid block of tattoos that resemble what he has inked on his left forearm. Which is probably over another (laughs) ex-girlfriend's name. Right? Well, and by the time it gets too, you know, worrisome, he can always get it removed. Mm -hmm. So that's where kids are these days. Like, they get a tattoo, they don't see it as permanent because frankly, it's not necessarily permanent for them. Yeah, so they don't have that sense of, like, pure panic of should I even get a tattoo because it's going to be on forever. I remember when all my girlfriends got tattoos, Acapulco, spring break, sophomore year of college... They're now referred to as tramp stamps. Mm. Yeah. And um, my bestie says that this star tattoo that she got on her back was one of the worst mistakes of her life. It's kind of cute, but it I was... honestly was going to wow, say, was it a dolphin, thing. a sun or a star or a moon? Yeah. Because those are always those are the classics. Those really are like, I just want to mm-hmm. be like the sun. <laughs> and I want to have it tattooed on me. Oh. Let that be. I just, you know, listen, my mom had very strict rules about um, tattoos when I was young. And yeah. she really drilled it right on into me uh, that that was not. And she was right. And I hate to say that, but she really was right. Some that I didn't really. Off, yeah. Well, it was more along the lines of what I would have had tattooed on myself. Yes. Yes. I would not still, it wouldn't, I wouldn't want it anymore. Choosing your tattoos later in life, I think is probably a good idea. Yeah. But yeah. again, like if it's small, I mean like so the one tattoo that we're talking about between um, Ariana Grande and what's his name? Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Um, it's like a tiny little cloud on a finger, right? Yeah. So like you can totally have that removed in like probably 10 minutes. He also has one just below his ear lobe, behind his ear, that is of her like eye with that mask and the bunny ears, the bunny ears as yeah. well. Yeah. 
Gosh. I just, I, it's just such a strange move to me, especially because I don't think they've been together too long. No, they've been together for five too, minutes. Too long. They've literally been together since the middle of May. What? Oh my gosh. And they're engaged. May they dropped 14th. 100K on her engagement yeah. ring. So. Crazy. Wow. Did you see the pictures of Teresa Giudice from Real Housewives of New Jersey and her new bodybuilding adventures? Oh, did we ever. I Who knew just, that was a thing? I mean, whoa. I didn't know that she was doing this. And I don't understand why the bodybuilding has to involve such an excessively orange spray tan. Right, well, and that shows I don't that, get. that shows definition. The reason they do that is not to, you know, because of the way they want to look. It's supposed to show the definition of the musculature. Boy, she says this is the best I've ever felt. She says, I feel like I look sexier. This is the most confident I felt after my kids. This is the best I've ever felt since having Gia. I mean, I do get that. Like, I can imagine that there would be a real rush from, like, seeing exactly what your body is capable of. Oh, for sure. You know? No, I, this is actually, I, honestly, I really do. I didn't quite know what to make of this the other day when we first saw the pictures. But I, if that's if this is the motivation that she needed was to do this show and to, in order for her to do something that really made her feel good, good on her. Yeah, yeah, way to go. Yeah. Movie Pass uh, just got the big accomplishment. They're past 3 million subscribers. They're targeting 5 million by the year's end. So that's pretty good for this service where you, you know, pay and then you get to just go to any movies that you want. It's a $9.95 monthly plan and they get one movie ticket daily and it's doing well. So, hey, that's cool. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. Enjoy the ham. Thank you. You can can, uh, get Elizabeth Reese's next dirt alert at 5 20 and uh, when we come back we need a caller to play our 30 second pop culture challenge 651-641-1071 you're gonna have 30 seconds to answer five questions get them all right you'll win a prize we're gonna give you 30 seconds to answer five questions on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. Second pop culture challenge. All right, who's on the line today and what are they playing for? Julie's on the line today, and she's playing for a Fandango movie pass to go see Oceans 8. All righty, the timer's gonna begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yep. Okie doke, here we go. Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen got their acting start on what sitcom? Full House. Carrie Bradshaw is the lead character in what TV series? Sex and the City. Rumor, Tallulah, and Scout are the daughters of which celebrities? Demi Moore and Bruce Willis. Debbie Harry is the lead singer of what band? Blondie. Marlon Brando plays Vito Corleone in what classic movie? Godfather. Yay! You did that! Congratulations! Did you just fall down? Are you in the tub? (laughs) No, I'm washing dishes for eight eight babies. Oh my my god! And somehow you managed to do that and win the 32nd Pop Culture Challenge. You are superwoman. Cool, thanks. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's your 32nd Pop Culture Challenge. We do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show. What did she win again? Because I always think they're never going to win, so I forget what they, uh, what Holly Me said. Me too. Holly, what did you? What did she just win? She won a pair of passes to see the movie Oceans 8 now in that's theaters. That's so fun. Yeah, so eight, eight, Oceans 8 for all eight babies. Wow. Oh, God. That oh, wow. sounds like torture. They're, they're going to have a real good <laughs> time at that movie. Eight children? <laughs> On purpose? I think that, no, I think that she, I, I'm guessing she's a daycare provider. Let's hope. 
Um, because remember, we had somebody call in the other day, uh, and I think it might have been her, and there was screaming of babies oh, in the background. Okay. Well, she's a good listener then. Thank yes, you. Thank you. Uh, that is, of course, your 30-second pop culture challenge. Like I said, we do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show at 1230. And then when we're done with that, we like to solve mysteries. And we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment that we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net today has to do with a madam. Mm. A madam is the subject of our first blind item. <laughs> okay. Here's, here it is. The madam really needs to be more careful when mixing business with pleasure, or she's going to see her successful em- enterprise come tumbling down. Mm. Hmm. That's fair, Abraham. Oh, I was going to say Madam Bovary. That's the only madam I know. <laughs> that would be a blind item. Mm-hmm. All right, let's fill in the blank. Fair Abraham really needs to be more careful when mixing business with pleasure, or she's going to see her successful enterprise come tumbling down. Is this in relation to the the news that she's been arrested, do we think? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She's she's playing with fire, that girl is. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. playing with fire. What do you mean? I mean, she I mean, she's so she's on this trip that she's on right now where she just got arrested after getting in an argument and altercation with somebody else uh, in the lobby of a hotel. She had just taken Instagram pictures with like Mark Cuban. Um, I mean, this is a, she's a woman who she's really trying to cement herself as an entrepreneur. Um, and then, and then covering for allegedly as NT lawyer has told us this, um, job as a, as a madam. Um, but if she doesn't mind her P's and Q's, she's going to get busted. Right? right? Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, moving on. Our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a disgraced former A-list mostly movie actor and a movie studio. So two things to consider in this next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Here's your blind item. The studio is under an obligation to release a movie starring this disgraced former A-list mostly movie actor. They wanted to just keep it on a shelf, but can't. So far, there are no premieres scheduled or any press opportunities with anyone associated with the movie. The studio is just going to release it and hope it makes at least a buck or two. So this has to be Kevin Spacey. Mm. Because his film is due out in July. What's the movie? I don't remember, but we're going to talk about it later, too. So um, is that right, House? Yeah, that's right. So the studio is under no ob- er, is under an obligation, excuse me, to release, I believe the movie's called The Billion Dollar Boys Club. Yes. Starring yep. Kevin Spacey. They Ugh. wanted to keep it on a shelf, but can't. So far, there are no premieres scheduled or any press opportunities with anyone associated with the movie. The studio is just going to release The Billion Dollar Boys Club and hope it makes at least a buck or two. That is awkward. Uh, well, yeah, it's not only awkward, but it's like the first in this particular uh, environment that we find ourselves in. He, you know, this is the first project post the allegations that have come up in this like Me Too era where a major film is going to be released with uh, a person that has been credibly accused of not just one, but many, and, and some would argue a pattern of decades of abuse. Yeah. And this movie has been filmed for several years, so it's been sitting on the shelf for quite some time. Two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Why? But, okay, I, I have questions, and I know we are going to talk about it later, but 
I, I guess I don't understand if they had the obligation to begin with, why would they have not, you know, seized the moment when he was not publicly grody? You know what I mean? If it's been on the shelf, when he was doing House of Cards, that would have been a great time because he was kind of hot. Well, and I don't know the reason that it was initially delayed, but um, presumably they, well, let's see, two and a half years would put us what? Because it's been less than a year. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the original reason was, but they certainly weren't going to do it right when it, uh, after the, the allegations broke. came yeah, out. That's true. I think it All just right. comes to the fact that it might not be very good. Yeah, well. All right, we have another blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. We have two people we need to consider in this blind item. A former A-plus list tweener turned A-minus list adult singer and a network actress. Okay. Two people in this blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. This former A-plus list tweener turned A-minus list adult singer is going all in on this showmance with the network actress. I think it's because he found someone who is willing to fully participate in the process and wants her name out there. The stories are kind of getting ridiculous. Mm. So it's a guy who's the former tweener turned uh, A-minus list adult singer. Yes. And there's a network actress that he is showmancing. Does showmance mean they're on the same show together? No, showmance means... Means it's fake. Yes, a pretend relationship. Okay, so... This is weird because at first, when I didn't realize this was a he, I would have probably said something about Ariana Grande. Yeah, no. But that doesn't work with anything. So, uh, former A-plus list tweener turned A-minus list adult singer. Mm -hmm. Not Bieber. No, not Bieber. Is it somebody... Bieber adjacent? Well, I feel like they all mingle in the same former tweener oh, web. What's that um what's that guy's name? The one that was like the mini Justin Bieber? Was Austin he a, Mahoney? Yeah, but it's not him. I but it's good one. It's the guy that uh, what is his name? I don't know. Are you talking about know. the Moffats? No, I don't even know what that is. Oh, 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 I got it. Oh, hold, please. It's a Joni and Priyanka Chopra. There you go. Oh, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Specifically, the Joni is Nick Jonas. Nick, I always get my Joni mixed up. Yeah, we just talked about that. I never know which Joni I'm confronted with at any given time. You only need to worry about Nick. That's really the only Joni worth paying attention to. He's the hot one, right? Okay, so fill in the blanks there. All right, Nick Jonas... And he's going all in on this showmance with Priyanka Chopra. I think it's because he found someone who is willing to fully participate in the process and wants her name out there. The stories are kind of getting ridiculous. Okay, I don't understand what that means. I'm sorry, I understand what what part of it means. But specifically, I think it's because he found someone who's willing to fully participate in the process. Of like a fake romance? Yeah. Oh, okay. To get publicity for both of them, presumably, right? Got it. I, yeah, you know, uh, something felt fishy about that from the word go, right? Well, she's one of those people that's always got to have her name in lights as, you know, evidenced by the royal wedding. And I just feel like her name is always popping up um, in stories that aren't, you know, well, I guess the story is directly related to her. But I feel like she's a person who always is popping up in tabloids. Kind of likes to find, like, weasel her way into yeah. the story a little yeah. bit. 
Interesting. Well, good. Thank you for those, Holly. Those were nice and juicy today. Juicy. Well, you know, one of the people that we mentioned in that last blind item was Ariana Grande. Uh, And I got to tell you, this relationship between her and Saturday Night Live's Pete Davidson is so strange. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, And Bradley has the entire timeline of events after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. All right, so this relationship between Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Grande? Grande. Grande. Ariana Grande. (laughs) It's just getting weird. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Weirder and weirder. And uh, it is, hasn't even been around that long. I, okay, so this is the Colleen and Bradley Show. We're on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at mytalk 1071. Dot com everything entertainment uh, Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer we are currently live at honey baked ham for food for families you can come and drop off a, a non-perishable food item uh, to donate and get a free sandwich hello um, but that's not exactly what we're talking about right now what we're talking about is just the other day I mean I feel like was it just Monday we heard news that Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande were reportedly engaged. It hasn't been confirmed yet specifically from either of their mouths with any kind of statement. However, people are assuming that it is true because they've spotted her with a ring on her finger. And um, she has sort of alluded to it over social media without coming out and saying it. Um, And I don't feel like they've been together that long, Bradley. Uh, No, they haven't been together that long. They've literally been together since, at the very earliest, May 14th. What is today's day? Today is uh, Wednesday, June 13th. 13th. So that's technically less than a full month. Yep, just about a full month since uh, this timeline began. And uh, this timeline is on Vulture, and it's laid out delightfully. So if you need to follow the month-long relationship uh, that has apparently led to an engagement... Um, between these two, it all started after, of course, Ariana Grande attended the SNL after party, mm-hmm. and uh, she was later photographed with a cell phone case that looks dis- suspiciously like uh, that of Pete Davidson. And, oh, um, she stole his cell phone case? Well, it's a cell phone case that looks just like his, and um, it's also a cloud shape. Okay. And a cloud shape is important to the story. Why? Because one of the tattoos is a cloud. Well, back that up, though. The cloud is a reference to Ariana Grande because Ariana Grande used to always post cloud emojis, which is apparently a whole thing that only like her fan worlds. What you have to understand is this story is deep fan uh, spelunking. Like, okay. It is like okay. Sherlock Holmes fan style because it's both of their fan camps that have been sort of sussing all this oh. out because you said there's no overt mention although that you know through their social media posts they've been de- able to determine that these two are actually together so i, I mean okay so clouds so they've cloud yeah, phone so, cases i mean and i could literally go through each Matchies. one of these but 
is. You don't really care about that. Uh, we can say, though, some of the other things that you've mentioned is that he has a cloud tattooed on his finger. Again, a cloud would reference Ariana Grande. So that's allegedly, you know, him saying, I love my Ariana Grande. And then there's a picture of them wearing Harry Potter gear together. I mean, which is every every really solid couple does that. On By June 2nd, Pete's tattoo artist revealed two new tattoos. One of them is Grande's iconic bunny ears mask from the album Dangerous Woman. And the other is simply... The AG cloud. Oh, her initials. Uh, so apparently the clouds were too subtle. <laughs> um, Pete goes on a rant about Ariana's Wango Tango set where she debuted her new song The Light Is Coming on his Instagram story. So it's literally a tale of Instagram love, which I think is probably how serious you should take this at this point. Well, it's so strange. So just to kind of give you a little extra information, um, the jeweler who is responsible for the ring that is on Ariana Grande's finger, uh, allegedly from Pete Davidson, was designed by a jeweler by the name of Greg Yuna. And he apparently spoke to uh, E! News and told them that this three-carat pear-cut engagement ring set him back about $93,000. And this jeweler says that, uh, that Pete Davidson came to him at the end of May and made him promise to keep a secret. Oh, I'm sure. So they'd been dating for two weeks. Yeah. And then he went to this jeweler and said, I'm going to buy this ring. I'm going to drop about $100,000 on it. Please keep it a secret. Um, and he said, I told him I had the right ring for him. He didn't tell me who it was for, but he told me to keep it a secret. He didn't tell me anything about it. 3.3 carat. Uh, I don't even know what this means because I'm not a diamondy person, but VVS1. Oh, it's a VVS1. Clarity ring. Oh, what does that mean? That means very, actually very vibrant, maybe? Or no, VV. Uh, there's different levels of well, diamond. I know that, that, that there's like I know the numbers. It's like but very fine, very something. Anyway, it doesn't matter. How but do you know this? Because I have a brain. I don't know. I just happened to like. I just thought like I you didn't know, know I have you a trove of random information in my head. This is true. Uh, anyway, it's set on a platform. Who are you band. to challenge me? I apologize. <laughs> you can like whatever gems you want. No, I've watched a lot of um, what's it called. Uh, Antique Roadshow? Oh, sorry. And, yeah, Antiques Roadshow. That's probably actually a better idea of where I got it. Anyway, she had just broken up with her boyfriend, Mac Miller, and he had ended things with Cassie David, who, by the way, is the daughter of Larry David. Yeah. They had been together for two years. Well, and they were together, or they, their relationship ended, like, by the ninth. We knew that their relationship was over. So this is very fast. But oh again, my gosh. these are young people. Would you be surprised to know that a young couple... Um, maybe moved too quickly. No, and but that for is them, like, they are allowed to make their own discoveries this, that is in true. life. And they're also, you know, like you want to pile on, sure, generation wise, they come from a generation that is very um, attuned to doing whatever you want whenever you want to do it. So, you know, it should not be a surprise to so us. So they want to do this and they're yeah. going to do it. And also, just remember, how old are they again? She's 20. She is so little. young, right? No. I don't remember. How old is Ariana Grande? 24. You need to know. 24. They're both yeah. 24. Okay, so put yourself in 24 year old you. I got married at 24. I was 25, but like okay. I, I was 25 for Holly, one week. Holly, put, put yourself in 24 year old Holly. Yes. Right? Like your brain is telling you things 
and what seems possible and right in the world are different things than at the age you are now, correct? Correct. Yeah. I what mean, are you shaking your head well, about? Well, I'm not shaking my head at anything. I just, I got married at 24, but I had the good sense to date him for longer than yeah. three weeks. But the choices you made at 24 are not the choices that you would make now in your life. Some of them are. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't think I was a particularly, like, like You didn't learn obnoxious. anything in the last well, 15 years. of course years. I've learned things. Yeah. You but weren't I don't impulsive think I did anything at the age of that 24. rash. I mean, no, I'm not saying your marriage was rash. I'm no, saying, no, no. I'm, and I know that's not what you're saying. I'm trying to think of what rash decisions I made at that age. You and make I rash. You're the woman that makes rash decisions at the age of 45. Maybe that's why I can't. Or whatever age you I'm are. I'm 41. 41. <laughs> Maybe that's why I can't identify. This is a woman who will, in five minutes, decide that she needs to buy an RV. So maybe I Aww. shouldn't be asking you questions that's about impulsive decisions. A good point. Yes. Okay, I'm done oh, here. Thank I'll you. I'll allow it. I will oh, allow it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> anyway, so are we? Um, so what we're saying, I think, is that we're pretty sure this won't last. Well, that's what I'm saying. What are you saying? That's what I I'm mean, saying. I mean, you're telling me she's, you know, could be making a smart <laughs> I do, life choice. I just wonder if she's, I do, you know, listen, they they may just be so stubborn that they'll walk down the aisle like in the next week. Or they'll just be like every other celebrity making yeah. bad choices and being jumping in and out of relationships. They have money and privilege and power. So, well, power maybe is a strong word, but they've got a lot of, you know. They've got a lot of things that will keep them from falling hard should they make a mistake. I do love that her fans are like, like they're all on the case. Like they've been trying to figure out how this all started, when it began, and what it all looked like all I along. also love that on our show there is nobody defending true love or like people, oh, they found themselves. Like we're not apparently having that. No, we're not having that. I think that we can all get on board with the fact God, that we are not so having depressing. that. Nope. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Kelly Preston, who is the wife of John Travolta, was on Watch What Happens Live. And uh, Andy Cohen asked her a question. And we both think that it was the wrong question, and she gave the wrong answer. Listen closely to find out the question and the answer after this on The Colleen and Bradley Show.